what is up y'all happy freaking monday i'm megan with the fitness files and i am back bitches i hope you had an amazing weekend and i hope you are kicking off your 2023 to be the best year yet um and if you're not that's okay because we are only nine days in and you have plenty of time to turn things around and to push things into a different direction because we are in control of our own ship. We are the captain of our ship and we're deciding which direction we're going to take this bad boy. If you are anything like me, which most of us are, right? We spend our days in a constant state of heightened anxiety or elevation because we have a million and three things that we need to get done on a daily basis. And I'm not exaggerating when I say a million and three, right? Like from the minute I wake up in the morning till the minute I lay down in bed and try and fall asleep, my mind is constantly racing about all of the things that I need to get done in a given day. It has been probably one of the most difficult things that I'm battling with my anxiety is the ability to be able to tell my brain to shut the hell up and let me rest and reset so that I'm not worthless the next day. It is one of honestly the reasons that I do love Mondays and I know if you hate Mondays I'm so sorry. Um, You might be looking (laughs) listening to your your phone going wait did she really just say she loves Mondays and it's very strange. Because on Sundays, I get the worst case ever of the Sunday scaries. I actually just posted a poll on my Instagram yesterday asking people if they also got the Sunday scaries. And 100% of the people who replied, y'all, said that they got the Sunday scaries. If you don't know what the Sunday scaries are, it's literally the anxiety that starts creeping up on Sunday when you realize, oh shit, it's Sunday and I have to go back to work tomorrow, which means... I'm starting all back over with this craziness of life that I'm on. And honestly, I sometimes feel like I'm on a hamster wheel because things just keep coming and I'm running and I'm trying to get caught up and I'm trying to get to the finish line, but I never actually reach it. Um, And that's okay. If you are right there with me, that is okay. But why do I love Mondays? Okay, bear with me. Hear me out, okay? So... On the weekends, even if you're like me and you have a crazy ass weekend schedule and you're still, even though it's the weekend, juggling a bunch of shit, I feel like it is the most time that I have to unwind in some way. Um, sometimes that's just literally a couple of extra hours I have to like sit and chill and read my book or hang out with my family, watch some Netflix Um, sometimes it's the additional time that I have to do the different household chores that I don't necessarily love, but of course they need to get done. And having that time where it's not so constrained allows me to feel a little bit more in control of the time I'm spending doing those things. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, when Monday through Friday for me, I wake up at 4am and I am constantly on go until pretty much 9pm when I'm finally laying my happy ass down in bed and just praying that today is the day that I'm easily able to fall asleep. And that's a long ass day, right? And that day is full of shit. I mean, I wake up, I get ready for work and I'm instantly in mom mode. 
and I have to wake up and make sure my sons get in the shower and have breakfast. Are they taking lunch to eat today? Um, do they have everything they need? Are their Chromebooks charged? And yes, I know I have teenagers. And yes, I know this is all shit that they should be doing themselves. Um, but they're my babies and I'm not going to have them around in my house to nag them for much longer. So you damn well better believe I'm going to do it and enjoy it. And yeah, sometimes I'm going to be custom out, but I'm still going to take advantage of that time that I have with them. Even if that means I'm making egg sandwiches at five in the morning because my son's hungry. Um, he's not always going to be in my house for breakfast. And so that's what I remind myself when I'm feeling so overwhelmed and feeling so frustrated. Anyway, after um, the three of us slop off to school, um, I get to work and it's constant go, go, go at work. Um, and I love it. But, you know, when the bell rings at the end of the day, I don't, like most people, go home and have the rest of the evening to do whatever it is I need to do. That's usually when I'm transitioning to go teach one of my group fitness classes, um, going to do all the things. And sometimes that looks like me running home, changing. Sometimes I grab a snack, chugging some pre-workout, and then I'm running back to the gym because I want to make sure that I've given myself some time in my day before I teach my class to do a little workout for myself. Um, is that something that I could cut out to make my life less overwhelming? Yes. Is that something I'm going to cut out to make my life less overwhelming? No, because a bitch needs to do something for herself too. And I usually take that 45 minutes to an hour before I teach my class to work on my own fitness goals. And then I teach my class. And then once after that, I'm home and it's finishing dinner or cleaning up the mess. If my husband made dinner, you know, we usually tag team on the nights I work. I'm teaching a group fitness class in the evening. He's amazing. He helps me out cooking um, or helps me out with other things in the house. And then it's, you know, by that time, it's almost 7 p.m. And, you know, those two hours that I might be home in the evening with my family, I'm hanging out with them, I'm eating, I'm cleaning, I'm prepping for the next day, making sure that, you know, anything that needs wash, laundry is being tackled, all of the things. Why am I babbling on about my damn schedule? Because I know that you can relate. Because as busy women, especially, right, as busy people, we are constantly on the go. And most of the time when we are on the go, we are doing things for others, not necessarily for ourselves. You know, and we might be at work. We might be doing all of the things. That can create just this total 100% constant state of mental exhaustion that you're living in. And sometimes on the weekends, that feels a little less. That feels a little less because I have more than two hours to tackle my chores. I have, you know, the option if I want to stay up a little bit later um, if I want a little bit more quality time with my husband or with my kids, um, I have those options if I want because I don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. on the weekend. And so that is very powerful. Anyway, all of that is to say that I kind of really like Mondays because I just walked into the day feeling less stressed than the day before. Now, catch me on a Tuesday, and sometimes a girl is feeling, like, ready to cry and shut down. Um, kind of kidding, but also not. <laughs> anyway, today I wanted to pop on because 
one of the biggest things that I always hear when I'm talking to people and we're talking about like fitness goals um, or, you know, whatever it is, people want to start this journey of changing their life and they don't really know how to do it. And one of the biggest things that I always hear people say is like, I just don't have the time. And one thing that I hear a lot of like fitness professionals reply to that, that comment with is like, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. But let's just be honest, we don't. We don't all have the same 24 hours in a day. Like, okay, yes, like, don't be a smart ass. I know you're rolling your eyes. You're like, yes, bitch, we do. No, we don't, okay? And the reason I'm saying that is because everybody's walk of life is different. If you are busting your ass and working two jobs and maybe you have some kids that you're juggling or maybe you have a lot of responsibilities, maybe you're a caretaker of a loved one, your day-to-day responsibilities are going to be a lot heavier than someone who maybe only works one job or maybe they only work part-time. So it can be easier at times for you to perceive how other people might be able to fit these things into their lives. And it's true. But the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, and, and I've spoken about this before, is figuring out how you can prioritize time for yourself. Listen, I know that everything that we think we need to get done is very important. Trust me, I get it. I get feeling like I'm running to get all of these things done and it feels so overwhelming. I have stood in my kitchen bawling my eyes out while I wash the dishes because I'm so fucking tired that all I want to do is go lay down. And I get it. But, and yes, you knew it was coming. But, could you find 30 minutes in your day and do whatever it is you need to do to protect those 30 minutes or 40 minutes or an hour or whatever the hell long time that you feel like you need for your own health and wellness and not just your physical health i'm talking your mental health to be able to put those responsibilities to the side for just a moment and prioritize you because you deserve it we cannot run ourselves into the ground and constantly push aside the things that we need to fulfill our healthy life and ignore our own needs at the expense of what? And so the first thing you truly have to figure out in your life is how can I set boundaries with not just myself, but with the people in my life around me so that I can prioritize the things that I need in my life to allow me to chase my goals and to be a healthier version of myself. Because if you cannot find 30 minutes in your day where you can take those 30 minutes for you, whatever that means, that could mean locking yourself with a glass of wine in the bathtub, finding a quiet place to go read a book, enjoying a hot cup of coffee, going for a walk, doing something for you, then you need to work on setting boundaries. I think oftentimes, especially once we become adults, we feel like we can't set those boundaries in our personal lives as easily as maybe some of us are able to set boundaries at work. 
And maybe if you're like me, you also have a, a hard time setting boundaries at work. For the past three years now, one of my own personal goals has been to say no. To say no to things that are not going to fulfill me, that are not going to move my career forward, and that I'm not getting paid for. I have to be able to say no. And if you are right there with me, so do you. We all know that people will continue to do what we allow them to do. So if you are a yes person like me, right? Like I am such a yes girl that people know that about me. And for a while, they were just seriously taking control of that. And I would say yes. And then I would instantly be so furious at myself for saying yes. And it became this cycle. So the first thing you have to do is set boundaries. Set boundaries with yourself also. Set boundaries with yourself and say, listen, there is nothing in the laundry that needs to get washed for immediate use in the morning. It is okay if I do not do laundry tonight because I need 30 minutes to myself. And instead of doing laundry for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or 60 minutes, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go read my book. I'm going to go for a walk outside. Setting those boundaries with yourself and reminding yourself things in your life do not need to be perfect. Okay? They don't. I know that that is hard, right? But how many times have you beaten yourself up as you're rushing to get something clean or rushing to complete something on this list of things that you think you need to get done? And guess what? It'll still be there tomorrow. If I am tired as shit and I walk into my kitchen and I had just finished the dishes and guess what? There are dishes in my sink. And no, y'all, I don't have a dishwasher. Um, I am the damn dishwasher. (laughs) It took me four years, four long years for it to sink in my head. Listen, you need rest more than you need an empty sink. It is okay. I know that oftentimes we can get so focused on what we should do or what we think we should do, but it is okay to set boundaries with yourself and say, no, I'm at capacity for today. I don't have the space to do anything else in this house for today or for work for today or for family for today. And and then communicate that to people, you know, and let people know, hey, you know, I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. And yes, I know that this wasn't finished. And it's going to wait until tomorrow. And if you really want it done, by all means, go ahead and help me out. It wasn't until I started to communicate with my husband and with my children about what I needed from them to allow myself to give me what I needed, that they started to do the things that I needed. And I kept looking at things like, oh my gosh, like, they're helping me. And in actuality, are they helping me or are they just participating in what it needs to be a member of our home? And I know it's going to look different for everyone. And I know that that is very uncomfortable. It can be very hard to start to have communication like that. 
and start to let people know like, hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, especially if you're living with a partner or a spouse. Um, you know, sometimes they have a hard time when you suddenly decide in their mind that you need more from them. They can feel very taken back. They can feel very surprised or shocked. They're like, what the hell do you mean you're not going to wash the dishes? Or what the hell do you mean you're not going to cook dinner? And it's because we have not set boundaries for so long that when we do start to set boundaries, people can have a hard time with them. But that's not a us problem. It's a them problem. It's an us problem in the sense that we've allowed people to take advantage of us for so long that when you finally do start setting boundaries, they're going to push back against those boundaries, right? It's just like when you're, you know, interacting with a a child, right? If you keep allowing the child to do X, Y, and Z, they're going to keep doing it until they can't, until you finally lose it. And you're like, no, absolutely not. This is your consequence for what you've been doing. And, you know, setting boundaries, it's a lot like that as well. The next thing that I really want to remind you is we just have to be very intentional with our time. Yes, everyone has 24 hours in a day, but like I said, your 24 hours and my 24 hours, they're probably not the same. And for me, what I need to get out of those 24 hours is probably not the same as what you're looking to get out of your 24 hours. And so setting intentions and being very intentional with the things that we do is very important. One of the things I do every single day before I leave work is I set a to-do list for the next day of all of my non-negotiables. Those are the tasks that I have to get done before I leave work. And so when I walk into work the following day, my time is already laser focused on my non-negotiables. Those are the things that I'm able to put all of my priorities to. And then at the end of the day on a post-it, I put things that I want to try and get done the next day. So I have my non-negotiables on my checklist, and then I have my post-it notes of things that I still need to get done when I have the time. And setting the system with myself and my professional life helps me also to set that system with myself in my personal life. I know when I wake up, the things that I have to get done. For example, I know today I have to throw in a load of towels. I have to wash towels today because the laundry situation at home is getting desperate, y'all. And I was a busy mom this weekend, so I didn't have time to clean like I normally would. And past Megan would have been an anxious mess. Past Megan would have stayed up so late yesterday washing those towels, doing all this laundry, um, doing all the things that she felt like she messed up by not getting done over the weekend. And new Megan's like, hey, listen, I don't fucking care. If I don't wash the towels, cool. Like I use my towel and I hang it up to dry. If my bougie ass kids need a clean towel every day, then they can wash it themselves. But that's not an attitude that I just naturally had. I had to teach myself this. And You might not be there yet, but I'm telling you, you can get there. The other thing is we have to be flexible and it's so hard, but we have to remind ourselves that like, it's okay sometimes to not have a plan. It's okay sometimes to be flying by the seat of our pants. I'm flying by the seat of my pants a lot, y'all. And it's okay. I know the things that I want to get done. And if I don't get them done, you know what? It's not the end of the world. 
when did we start to believe that everything we needed to get done in a day was the end of the world? When did we start to put this pressure on ourselves to be perfect? We're not fucking perfect. We don't expect the people in our lives to be perfect. And when they're not perfect, we forgive them and we love them anyway. So why don't we do the same for ourselves? Why don't we forgive ourselves and love ourselves when we don't get everything done we need to anyway? Why don't we look at the things that people are doing in our lives and see like, hey, you know what? I'm really stressed, tired, and overwhelmed. And the people in my life who could help me should be stepping it up more. Because I damn well know that when other people are talking to you, friends, family, loved ones, and they're talking to you about things that are going on in their lives, you can recognize, hey, wow, you know, my friend is really stressed and her partner should be stepping it up and helping her more. Or wow, my friend is really stressed and she's been taking a lot of her work home with her. She needs to be better at some work-life balance. We don't identify those things within ourselves because we are so constantly looking at trying to be these perfect versions of ourselves that being 100% honest, they just don't fucking exist. We're not perfect people. We're not perfect humans, nor should we be trying to be. We are perfectly imperfect in all of our ways. So here's what I'm popping on today to tell you. You deserve to take the time that you need to do the things that make you feel fulfilled, whatever that might be for you. And if that's moving your body, if that's going to the gym and working out, if that's taking your dog for a walk, you know, going outside and soaking in the sunshine whenever the sun is out, like today it's finally out, yay! Um, hiding away with a hot cup of coffee, enjoying a glass of wine in the bathtub. There is plenty of time in your day and you might have to create that time by taking something off your plate to do something every single day that nourishes your body and nourishes your mind and nourishes your spirit because life is so short and the more you make yourself work and stress and do all of those things, the more work and stress and all of the things are going to continue to pile on. So this next week, I want you to challenge yourself to find 30 minutes in each day that you have not already had to take for yourself, wherever that time may be. For me, my goal this week is to actually take lunch and not work through it. So I've been packing my book that I'm reading every single day, and I've been turning off my computer when it is time for my lunch so that I actually sit unplug and unwind for 30 minutes of my very busy work day. And wherever you can fit that time in to do the same, I'm challenging you this next week to find 30 minutes to fulfill your soul. I cannot wait to hear how you do. We've got this. As always, y'all are amazing. I hope you have the most amazing week. Keep working toward your goals. Keep giving yourself grace and remember that you're a badass no matter what. You got this and I'm rooting for you.
Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Fitness Files. I appreciate each and every time that you listen, that you share this podcast, or that you engage with me on any of my socials. Please, if you liked this episode today, share with a friend, leave a review, leave a rating. And if you have something that you want to let me know, if you want to chat with me about, or you'd like to hear me talk about, please find me on Instagram at Megan Me Sweat. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say, any feedback that you have. I cannot wait to talk with you soon. Keep killing it. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I'll catch y'all later.